a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Happy Groundhog's Day. Toxitani Phil did the job this morning, saw his shadow, predicting six more weeks of winter. And I know for many of us, when it comes to what's happening in our nation's capital, it feels like Groundhog Day. It feels like we just keep waking up to the same kind of anger, fear, frustration, division, reckless spending, and few results for the American people. And here we are on Groundhog Day, and we are about to begin one more colossus, crisis, catastrophe that we predicted that it would be Groundhog Day. And so we're going to get into that. We're going to transport you back in the time machine back to December, talk about what we thought then, and while today feels like it's Groundhog Day all over again. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, you might recall back in December when we had so many politicians on both sides of the political aisle racing to microphones and television cameras, predicting the calamity and catastrophe that was about to follow because Congress just wouldn't vote to fund the government. And as we predicted, just in time for the holidays, they got it done. They passed a continuing resolution, which just means we're just going to keep spending the way we've been spending. No checks, no balances. We're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. And we're going to kick the can down the road. We predicted then uh, that the next catastrophe would come on February the 18th. And just if you're keeping score at home, that's 16 days away. In 16 days, the government will run out of money once again until Congress rushes in to rescue themselves from their own manufactured catastrophe. That's what they do best. Light the fire, show up with a fire extinguisher to put it out. We also woke up this morning uh, to something new. For the first time in our nation's history, the people of the United States of America woke up to $30 trillion of national debt. So what does that mean? And how will it impact our children and our children's children, the future? How it's going to impact inflation and interest rates? And we're going to break that down as we think again about all of these things that we just keep thinking again about because Congress continues to not do its job. Now, it's really interesting. Yesterday, Senator Mitt Romney was speaking at a budget committee hearing. Uh, This hearing was actually to consider the nomination of Shalanda Young to be the director 
of the Office of Management and Budget, a very important role in any administration uh, in terms of doing the math, checking the facts, and make sure uh, that the price of things is actually what they say they are and that the way you're going to pay for it is actually possible. Senator Romney warned that deficit spending and high national debt are precursors to economic calamity and the fall of civilizations historically. Take a listen. Well, I have a six-foot chart in my office that looks at the, well, going back to 2000 B.C., uh, which looks at the coming and going of great civilizations over time. And uh, there is a common characteristic of civilizations in decline and that ultimately collapse, and that is that they end up spending far more than they take in. They're able to do that because other nations see them as being strong and loan money to them. Uh, they, uh, they inevitably uh, have a, a massive inflation in their economy. Uh, they, by doing so, they devalue their currency. At some point, their currency ceases being the uh, reserve currency of the world. Um, it is a real concern for many of us to see us year after year spend more money than we take in. And it is a precursor of economic calamity. Senator Romney went on to say that if we continue at our current rate and trajectory, Americans' livelihoods will be threatened, and he called on the administration uh, to make this issue a high priority. Right now, we're seeing the economic impact being uh, showered on the people of America that are suffering with very high rates of inflation. Uh, The national debt is $29.9 trillion. It's not in the 30s. It will be. Uh, uh, The projected deficits are roughly $1 trillion a year on a normal basis. If we have COVID relief packages, it kicks those numbers even, even larger. This is a this is an ongoing uh, uh, threat to our to our nation and to the well-being of our citizens and has to be a priority for you and for uh, for the administration. And I think it's true. It has to be it really has to be a priority for everybody uh, at all levels of government. It has to be a priority in Washington, D.C. It clearly needs to be a priority for the administration and again, any administration. Senator Romney also pointed out in the midst of this hearing Uh, that a huge chunk of our federal spending actually goes towards paying off increasing interest on the national debt. Now, just think about that in terms of your credit card. If you have a high interest rate, uh, you're going to spend most of the money that you pay to that bank on interest. And we've been at historic low interest rates, so we've been able to kind of squeak by a little bit, uh, even though we continue to run up trillion-dollar deficits every year. Uh, But if that rate goes up, then the payments we're going to have to make, just the interest payments, uh, will be something that will just be impossible to overcome. And Senator Romney pointed out that all the way back to President Bill Clinton uh, expressed concern about where we're headed. About one-third of federal spending is the portion that's part of the budget that that you work on, that we vote on. Two-thirds is automatic, so-called non-discretionary, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and interest. Our interest rates have not been about the same over the last 30 years. They've come down dramatically and are now kick, ticking back up. As a matter of fact, Bill Clinton called me after I lost my race back in 2012 and said his biggest concern was that interest rates going back to their normative, normative level would take our is- interest payments to be even greater than our military spending. Senator Romney, Senator Romney concluded uh, by arguing that making the national debt a priority is essential for America to rent to continue to be and have that competitive edge around the world. This this will determine whether we're able to keep up with other nations of the world and maintain our, our lead as the 
uh, as the hope and, and, uh, and, and guide for, uh, for democracy throughout the world. So as we look at all the numbers, all the dollars and cents of all of that, uh, and all the wrangling that will continue to go on in our nation's capital, uh, 30 trillion is a big number. That's about 90,000 per citizen in this country. Think about that. Uh, future generations, of course, are going to have to pay that off. It's going to impact our status. And as Senator Romney and former President Bill Clinton pointed out, uh, if interest rates just tick up to historic averages, uh, there's no way we can keep up with that. It would be the interest payment alone would be more than we spend on so many other things, including the military. And, and so looking at that and looking at, at history, I love that Senator Romney went back to history and said, look, you can tell when civilizations and societies, governments are going to collapse, and it's when they continue to spend more than they're bringing in. This is not rocket science, folks. And, and so the thing that we have to watch uh, in our perpetual Groundhog Day in our nation's capital is we're going to watch this play out over the next 16 days. You can set your clock. You're going to start hearing it probably starting next week where we'll be down to about 10 days and people will start to wring their hands of we've got to get something passed in order to fund the government. And so what they will do is they will say, well, despite all of our debt and deficit spending, uh, we're just going to continue to spend the way we have been. And they will do a continuing resolution. And here's what you really have to watch in the continuing resolution. I'm going to make the official prediction because it's an election year and because politicians love Groundhog Day. Uh, we're going to see this all over again. My prediction is that they will pass a continuing resolution that will extend not just for another six weeks, not till summer, maybe not even till fall. They're going to kick this can till, oh, so conveniently, the second Tuesday of November. Remembering the first Tuesday of November is when they all hope to be reelected. we got to get out of Groundhog Day. The spending will catch up. Congress needs to do their job now, even though, especially though, because it is an election year. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.